to use that opportunity to go and, and indoctrinate these kids with your street ghetto philosophy. Certain point. If you raise your level of income to the status of a rock star, then uh -huh, uh -huh, then, right. then you got to keep coming up with ways to maintain that status. We, I mean, I'm not even, I'm not even saying eat meat, but at least put some cereal in the milk. Come on. <laughs> you, that's like taking six, 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 the mark of the beast, and redefining it, like Biggie tried to do, and saying, no, it means this or that. No, 666 is 666, you can call it holy 666, but it's still the mark of the beast. Whether it's welcome or unwelcome, you as preachers of the word are to show people in what way their lives are wrong. We welcome you now to A True Church Perspective with Pastor G. Craig Lewis. The New World Order, in efforts to erase the image of God from his own creation, has caused the modern-day female to downplay what? Motherhood. Motherhood now is an accident that happens to stop you from being who you want to be. The very purpose, like somebody say purpose, of the woman is now among the least of her life's goals. Nobody has to tell you your purpose because it's built into your body. Amen. God gave you a womb to procreate. He gave you breasts to nourish the baby. Amen. He gave you hips to attract the man. Because you can't do none of that without him. Can I tell the truth in here? Yeah. A woman was created. Why was a woman created? Who knows the answer to that? Don't give me the new age one. For what? For what? For man. For man. You were created for me. Why do, do why are women questioning their purpose? I'm seeking my purpose. I never understood that. And I talk to women, they email all the time. I'm just trying to get in the right place so I know my purpose. What do you mean so you'll know your purpose? Your purpose is to be a helpmeet. Yeah. I can't get amens in there. That's all right. Some of y'all see you didn't watch too much Bill Cosby, the Cosby show. I hate that show. That was the worst one of them all. Look at somebody. What? Wait a minute. Wait, that was a great show. No, it wasn't. He was a blithering idiot and his wife had all the sense. You didn't even know it. They knew it. The New World Order put that show on just to mess with your mind. And it showed a black family that looked successful, but it put the man in a retarded position and made the woman have all the sense. She was sensible. When it was time to talk to the kids, when it was time to do anything that made sense, the woman had to do it. You didn't even catch it because you're conditioned. You're conditioned by the system. Compare that to leave it to Beaver. Yeah, see, I don't like to watch no black and white. Go back and watch Leave It to Beaver. Watch how things were handled in the house. Watch the white man handle his business. Ward, Ward was the was Ward that the man? Was Ward the man? Let the Beaver get in trouble. Who who sat who sat Beaver down? Ward. Because he was the strong man in his house. But the Cosby show is just the opposite. Clara. Remember, she would do all the talking. She would say it all of that. And then he would come with a little analogy or something after she finished. But she said it straight. You don't even remember, see? It went by you just like that. Willie Lynch. That's all it was. That's what they did to slaves. They put the woman in charge. 
Good times. Yeah, even good times, the man was in charge. He didn't have no money or nothing. You see, when that one, finally when he's in charge, he ain't got nothing. Then they killed him so she could take over. Why they do the black shows wrong, don't they? All of them. What's happening? That's my what? Mama. Where's daddy? They never even talked about him. Yeah, they birthed dysfunction in the black community and they used the media because they knew you would, you would accept it. Your Holy Ghost feels self. Your think it, think it. Yeah, you got all of that and none of this. The Bible said ever learning, but what? Never coming to the knowledge of the truth. You missed it. They tricked you. Then you started implementing that stuff in your house. Push your daughter to be everything but a mother. Everything but a wife. Society did that to you. The very purpose of the woman is the man. To marry, be a wife, and have some children. Look, when you say that now, it sounds like, but I need more than that. Yeah, that's what Eve said. I need more than that. Lord have mercy. I know I'm preaching. Free sex, promiscuity, and abortion have led to the degrading of motherhood and cause it to be looked upon by many as a curse instead of a blessing. Our president once said, Obama, if my daughter makes a mistake, I don't want her punished with a baby. Yeah, we have that clip on our website. She makes a mistake, I don't want her punished with a baby. Punished with a baby. These words are the sentiment of our society. Children are considered punishment and consequences to the woman instead of gifts from God. But this is due to the fact that the role, look at somebody say role. Role Role of the woman has been forgotten. Psalms 127 and 3. Lo, children are a heritage of the Lord and the fruit of the womb is what? His reward. Women today, from a very young age, have goals, preset. Look at somebody say preset. Some of y'all don't know what a preset is. You know what a preset is? You know, on your radio, in your car. When you set your favorite stations, that's a preset. That means you don't have to, you know, you don't have to scan through the dial. I'm doing this and nobody does that anymore. That's from back in my day. But you don't have to scan from the, from the dial. It's preset. So you just hit the button and it's right there, right? Well, many of you as women, your goals were preset for you by your parents. That's why you aren't married right now because you're striving to be something else. That's why you have neglected to put yourself even in position to be married. Because you are on a quest to find yourself in something that's not your creation role. Because it was preset. So whenever you start getting the feeling, I'm lonely and I really wish I had a husband, I really wish I had a wife. You push the preset button. Well, I ain't got no time for that. See, I can't get amens on that. It's not built in you because you weren't taught that. From a very young age, have goals preset for them by their parents and others to be financially successful, independent, and strong leaders, leading ladies in society. They are taught that their beauty should be exploited and that they should challenge the roles of men and strive to achieve all that men are capable of achieving. That's what they teach women in this society. Eden, 2013, all over again. Even the garden was approached by Satan first because the enemy wanted to reverse the roles of men and women in the earth. He knew that if I want to destroy mankind, all I have to do is reverse the order. If I reverse the order, 
enlighten the woman, put the woman over the man. Remember? She was enlightened first, so she gave to the man to eat and said, here, eat. That's a position of power. She had authority over him. That changed everything. You put the woman over the man, you change everything. You change the children, you change generations. That's why we have the LGBT agenda right now. The homosexual agenda. That's why, because when roles are reversed, then roles aren't understood. When roles aren't understood, then they're left to interpretation of the people. So if we're interpreting the roles, then a lesbian can interpret her role as being with another woman. Because we haven't stood up and said what the roles are. So if you don't define the roles, then society goes chaotic. Because anybody can be whatever they want and they can take on whatever they want. But when the roles are defined, there was no room in American society for homosexuality and lesbianism and bisexuality and, and transgender. There was no room for that when men were men. Amen. Because if the man is known as the head of the woman, the woman is known as the weaker vessel, she submits to the woman, then that's order. That's right. Amen? Amen? So a gay man can't fit in that order, a lesbian woman can't fit in that order. That order is set, preset by God. But when the orders aren't, when, it, when the roles aren't defined even in the church, then the world can say, hey, there's a woman right there and she's running her house. Why can't a gay man be in there with, with, the, with the man? Amen. The woman running the house, the man might as well be gay. The devil wanted the woman enlightened first and wanted her to use her beauty and influence to take authority over the man. 1 Timothy 2 and 14. And Adam was not. Look at somebody say was not. Adam was not deceived. But the woman being deceived was in the what? Plain and simple. God put things back in order after the man ate. Genesis 3 and 16, the end of that passage says, And thy desire, told the woman, shall be to thy husband, and he shall rule over thee. So God, this was not a curse. Some churches teach this was a curse. So there's a curse for the man to rule over the woman. No, God created it that way. He said it. He created the man as the head. He made him first. He explained that in, in, in uh, uh, Corinthians where he said the man was made, actually it wasn't Corinthians, it was Timothy. Right after this, Adam was not deceived, but the woman was deceived that was in the transgression. And right after that, it says because the man was created first. So he's the head, right? So we know that that, that was not a curse in the garden. God was fixing it back because the woman had become the head when she ate first. She was enlightened first. Amen? So quit believing that old junk. About a woman, it's a curse for a man to rule, but I guess I'll let him. No, it's a pleasure if you get the right man. Real women love their role. Any real women in the house? He's jocking for position and wearing his underwear when he's not there. Forget that joke. The enemy continues to defy this order in our homes, churches, and society. Even our current president. Lord help him was advised, mentored and raised by women only that's why he's straight LGBT black folks so proud of him even though he's not black they so proud even though he ain't never even said the word black he ain't done nothing African American since he's been in there but black folk just so proud but they picked a man that was raised by a woman only and was advised and mentored by his wife before he married her she was his advisor and mentor okay so what they were doing they were finding a man that had been womanized because if you womanize him then the LGBT agenda will be his top priority 
influence causes men to be weak and the women to be strong. 1 Corinthians 11 and 3. But I would have you know that the head of every man is who? And the head of the woman is what? And the head of Christ is God. I was talking to a woman. Well, it's a new day. God said I can pastor. But the head of every man is Christ. I don't think you can pastor without Christ. And the head of the woman is the man. Yeah, but it's a new day. But the old day said. <laughs> I mean, we can do that with any scripture. We can just take a scripture and say, well, but it's a new day. You know, I, I don't understand that. Because I need to know that all the word is true. And I, if all the word is not true, then what parts is true? And which parts do we pick? Look at somebody say, the whole word is true. That's what we do in here, y'all. We believe the whole word. You can't take fragments. That's right. Amen? You can't take fragments. Every TV show and movie portrays the man as weak and the woman as sensible, strong, as the sensible and strong one. The woman always makes the best decisions and the man always blows it. This makes way for the lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgender agenda. But more importantly, it causes women to forget their true purpose in this life. To be a helpmeet for the man and to bear children for God. Genesis 2 and 18. And the Lord God said, it is not good that the man should be alone. I will make him a what? And I love the way God talks because God don't want you to, he just don't want you to miss it. So look how he said it. He said, I will make him and help meet. What did he say after that? He didn't want you to think that you were born for some other reason. So he said, I'm going to make him a help meet for him. Is that plain and simple? Sound doctrine. Have to yell this because this is not being taught anymore. A woman whose goal is to be a good wife and a mother is forgotten by our society. They are looked upon as lazy. Hear it all the time. You're just lazy. What, you just going to sit up and let a man take care of you? That's just lazy. So that's that slave mentality because the woman was in charge. So she was the one responsible in the, on the plantation for motivating the rest of the slaves. It was the woman. So wasn't no woman going to be sitting up. No, move, move, girl. Get out there and do something. Bust up the shiffer rope. Get out there and bust it up. Pick that cotton. Bust the shiffer rope. What's shiffer rope, Will? Just sounded cool to say. It's what? Oh, a chest. Why you got to bust it up? Oh, for firewood. Okay. Was y'all busting it up? <laughs> Did you have to bust it up, mother? You ain't never bust up the chiffero? You ain't that old? She's like, I'm not that old. I just, I heard legends. <laughs> hey, man. I better be careful what I'm saying. I could have been saying anything. I don't know what it was. <laughs> So the woman was in charge of that. So now the woman motivates her daughter without including wife and mother. So as soon as she sees her, you're going to be a doctor. You're going to be a nurse. You're going to be an attorney. And you never say you're going to be a great mother, a great wife. 
when that is what she was created to be. They are looked upon as lazy, insignificant, and second-class citizens. They are told by their parents that they are underachievers. If all you want to be is a wife and a mother. I've even had men say it. You ain't finna sit up in my house after you get a certain age, girl. You getting out of here. What? You're supposed to be her covering and you're supposed to pass that covering on to the man that comes. He's supposed to come get her from you. A woman is never, look at somebody say never. Never supposed to be uncovered. Never. The Bible says if she's uncovered, then, then, then she's subject to the angel's influence. Fallen angel's influence. So she always has to have her head covered. It wasn't talking about doilies and putting a napkin on your head and wearing a hat in church. That's what we thought. We thought it was a hat. We thought it was a dolly. We thought it was, you know, one of those little things you put the silverware on. You just, we did. I know churches still do that. You can't get up praying and prophesying unless you got one of those on your head. That's not what he was talking about. He was talking about the covering of the husband or the man, the father and then the husband. There is no gap in between that. You're supposed to be covered by one or the other. Amen. So my daughter, she don't leave my house until some man comes and takes her from my house. And until then, she's mine. But when he does that, she's gone. Yeah. Never to return. No, I mean, I'm, hey, that's the way it is. Because I want her to respect and honor him. Follow his advice. Follow his leadership. We put all in her that we can put in her. That's why she better make sure he's the right one. Because the windows of G. Craig's heaven, <laughs> when they close, they close. And I'm not going to be sitting up here preaching creation role and this kind of stuff and then interfering in her marriage. That's right. That's right. A woman that desires for a man to take care of her while she raises her family and cares for her husband is said to be naive and weak. Lord help. Even though she is trusting in God's order. She is told that she must prepare for the man to leave her with her kids. I get emailed 10 times a day almost. Young women whose parents told them, no, you don't wait on no man. You get out there, get your own money, get out there and get your own life. Because what if it doesn't work out with him? Y'all, that's witchcraft. Let me tell you why it's witchcraft, this next statement. She is told to focus on plan B. See, plan B is if it doesn't work out. Because plan A, God's plan, might fail. Okay? But if you plan for B, the just shall live by what? Without faith it is what? Let not that man think he can get what? Anything from the Lord. If he wavers. But you're preparing for B just in case. But all you're preparing for B makes you not prepare for A. James 1 and 6. But let him ask in faith nothing waver. For he that wavereth is like a wave of the sea driven with the wind and tossed. For let not that man think he shall receive anything of the Lord. A double minded man that has A and B is unstable. How? Lord help us today funny how we got the faith to lay hands on other folks. Knock them out and make them foam at the mouth. We got faith to pray for healing for other folks. We got faith 
to believe God for other folks. But when it comes to us, we got to have a plan A and a plan B because God might not work out this time. Can I keep preaching? The older women of our society have been brainwashed. I'm ashamed of some of them. Back when we were young, they had sewing circle. Remember that? Women sewing circle. They taught you how to sew your own clothes. Cooking class. How to be barefoot in the house and still look sexy. All the women taught that. The kitchen in the bedroom, Florida. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but really, the honest thing, they used to train the younger women how to be good wives. And if you want a wife, how to prepare to be a good wife. How to spot a man so he don't come get your goods. Take your virginity. Now, virginity doesn't matter at all because your goals are set for something else. See, the only time, and I said this in part eight, but the only time your virginity is even relevant to you is when it's a part of your plan. But if your plan isn't to be a wife and a mother, it's not a part of your plan. So you can just sleep around. You might as well. Because it don't mean anything. It only matters. Virginity is only matters when it comes to marriage. That's right. So if a woman is keeping herself for her husband, she's planning to marry. But if she's not planning to marry, anybody can get it. Because I'm trying to be something. Man, I'm preaching in this place, boy. Y'all looking at me like I don't know what I'm talking about. But then you know I know what I'm talking about. You know this is God. The older women of our society have been brainwashed by dysfunction. See, they're basing it on what happened to them. So if they were molested, if they were raped, if they were, if something happened to them when they were young, then they got this anti-man thing. So they begin to speak this into the lives of the young ladies. Instead of speaking to them sound doctrine, they're speaking their pain to the young ladies. How to avoid pain. You don't need a man. Man ain't no good. Man ain't gonna do you wrong. Man ain't gonna do because that happened to them. So they got old with issues so that now they're not in position to encourage the younger women. They can't look past what they went through to teach sound doctrine. The older women in our society have been brainwashed by dysfunction. And do not encourage the younger women to be wives and mothers. No, baby, uh-uh. Because my man left me. And he left me with all these kids. And I did everything I could. I went to church every day. I went to, you was going to church every day and he was staying at home? Right. Something wrong with that already. Right. You should have stayed at home with him. Yes. Right. Oh, it ain't nothing coming between me and Christ. Well, you better take that Bible and cuddle up with it. Yeah. Put it in the oven, warm it up a little bit, then put it in the bed. Just, that's all you got. Because you love your hu- you love God through your husband. The man, Christ is the head, then the man, then the woman. So for the woman to get to Christ, you got to go through. See, ain't nobody ready. They ain't ready, Will. They ain't ready for the truth. They ain't ready for the truth. There's too much truth happening in here. There's too much. But that's the way you do it. Now you may have made a mistake. You may have blown it. Whatever. But don't you know? You don't cater. Your advice to the mistake you made. You look past the mistake you made and you encourage them to do the right thing. Because I made this mistake. I've made mistakes, but I'm not going to encourage my son to do what I did. I'm going to teach him how to navigate past the mistakes and do the right thing. That's why I went through it so you don't have to. Titus 2 and 1. They pushed the NWO, the New World Order agenda, into the next generation. The older women do because they themselves have issues from their upbringing. There are very few parents that are pushing God's plan for the woman. Even in the church, the woman is assuming the role of the man 
and birth and dysfunction in the house of God. So now the women in the black church, the women are becoming the pastors, the leaders. They're the ones that lay hands on the men. They're the ones that take authority over the men. Yes, sir. And that's birth and dysfunction in the house of God. First Timothy 2 and 12. But I suffer not a woman to teach nor assert authority over the man that teach or assert. So you don't teach a man and you don't assert authority over a man in the church. That's what he said. Well, Paul was, what? We can do that with any scripture. Well, Paul was talking about, well, see what he went with. What does it say? So when it comes to the man, shut up. Right there. Be, be in silence. Now the women, you teach women, of course. Who else is going to teach them? You train them, you teach them. But women aren't happy with that because it didn't happen to them that way. My wife finds pleasure in teaching my daughter. That's, that's who she teaches. That's why when y'all do P31, y'all go do women's stuff. Yes, yes. Amen. She ain't going to invite the men to the P31 so she can teach the men and the women. That's what I do. There are very few parents that teach this. For Adam was formed what? First was Adam formed. And then Eve. That's the order. Look at somebody say, that's the order. Look at somebody say, quit trying to change the order. People base the order on their ambitions. Whatever they want to do, they try to make it, they make the order of God relevant instead of absolute. Yeah, they make it relevant. So they want to change it. The godly mother, a godly mother puts her own needs second to her husband and children because she receives validation when she knows they are cared for. A godly mother stands up to society and fights for the sanctity of her home. She defends her role and doesn't allow anyone to interfere. Godly mother keeps a good home. Amen? Amen. Keeps a good home, a clean home. Amen? Amen? And knows that her physical beauty is reflected in how tidy and neat her residence is kept. You only look as good as your house is clean. You got a nasty house, don't come in here trying to look like a bashing fair model. Man, clean your house first. That's your beauty. Amen? And your husband too. Amen, he don't need to fall in here looking like a slave. That says a lot about you. Yes, sir. Amen? Your children walk around boogers and crust all in their eyes and in their lips. You got your Sunday hat on. No, come on now. Bathe that child. Child, amen. It's supposed to smell good and clean them up. You telling on yourself. I can't get amen. Is this too old fashioned? Maybe I need to get the older women to amen. What are these younger women now? Wait a minute. No. Your husband got big hunks of stuff in his eyes. Something's wrong with you. You didn't look at him. Oh, that's a part of it. Amen. Older women used to teach. I remember it. Plain as day. They would have women's Sunday. And a woman would get up and, and she wasn't up trying to uh, 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 create a powerful move of God. And, and the lights start flickering and flashing and glitter start flying and angel wings. And I, uh, she would get up and say, some of y'all's house is nasty. Yeah, I saw a roach. That's what they used to say, roach. Roach in your purse. Why you transport 
cockroaches in the house of God. You just a roach bus. Clean your house. They used to get up and do that. Why you got on uh, uh, sexy clothes in the house of God? That's for your husband. Your body belongs to him and his body belongs to you. Ain't nobody else supposed to see you sexy? I cannot get an amen on that. What you sexy for? Facebook in your behind. What's wrong with you? Supposed to be a believer. No woman need validation from the world on how she shaped and looked and what's under her clothes. Look at somebody say, put some clothes on. Hoochie? A godly mother trusts God that no matter how the enemy tries to upset her home, God will ultimately fight on her side if she continues to follow his plan. Yeah. In other words, keep everybody out your business. Man, get God to fight for your home. You ain't got to get on the phone telling everybody about your husband. Then when he straighten up, everybody know everything. You and him all together, y'all had a good night and everything's okay and all the women in church. Mm. Just grunting all the time. He's like, what happened, man? <laughs> you done told everybody. It's all over the church. Church can't keep nothing. These human beings. Human beings just tell stuff. Don't we just tell stuff? You human. Now, I ain't gonna say nothing, but. Oh, but he's okay now. He apologized. Whoops. She went and told everybody. Look at somebody and say, keep your business. A godly mother surrounds her life with godly people. She doesn't allow antagonists and contrary opinions to come into her home or speak into her life. Wow. I felt the anointing on that. She doesn't allow antagonists and contrary opinions to come into her home or speak into her life. She keeps her home and mind sober. So she surrounds her life with what? Y'all, there are some godly people in here. And you need to surround your life with them. Because if you don't, a godly mother allows her husband to cover her beauty and validate her opinion. Not Facebook. Her husband. I see married women on there taking sexy pictures. Married. And I'm looking married to so-and-so. I'm like, he must be a buffoon. Because ain't no way nobody going to see my wife's panties on the internet. No, your husband covers your beauty. Amen, men? Amen. You tell her she's beautiful. Then she don't have to get out there like that. You tell her she's pretty. You tell her she looks good to you. Amen? She might fix herself up because you said it. Maybe you speaking in faith. Speaking things that aren't as though they are. Maybe you're looking good today. Really? Because I didn't think I Say a little tongues after it. You know. Maybe you're looking good today. She doesn't seek the world's approval for her physical appearance. But she seeks to be pleasing to the eyes and heart of her husband. That's a godly mother. A godly mother makes her home what? That's it. That's if your life 
pleasure and aspirations are outside of your home, woman, you've been misdirected. You should find more pleasure doing your creation role than any other role. You're a single woman, you ought to be tired of living like that. Any single women know what I'm talking about? I'm tired of this. I'm tired of the rat race. I need a man, Lord. Your home should be your life. Even if she works outside of the home, her affection, of the affections of a godly mother are inside of her. She's outside of the home, she can't wait. That's all that's on her mind. She's about to get fired. Because she can't do her job right. Because her affections. She can't wait to see that man walk through that door. See, somebody just went ghetto. That was Anne Marie. What? You gotta say that. But even if she works outside of a home, she can't wait to get home. Because that's where her aspirations are. She ain't trying to be no famous nothing. The only famous woman in the Bible was Jezebel. That's your example of a famous woman. Want to be famous? Be her. A godly mother teaches sound doctrine to her daughters and other women. No matter what, oh, this is so important. No matter what kind of dysfunction she has experienced in her life, she, it, her advice is based on what? And the what? No matter what. Remember those old mothers, and I'm talking, you got to go way back now. But they went through, I mean, some of them went through the whole uh, segregation, all of those things. They went through, but what they passed on was love your husband, baby. Love your man. Raise your children. Keep a good home, even though they didn't have one. Many of them, their home was wrecked. They lived with a drug addict or a drunk. He never wanted any peace of God, but what did they teach their children? Love your husband. I can't get amen. Now it's make your misery your ministry and whatever you went through. And you can't preach to me because you didn't go through what I went through. That's a bunch of baloney. I'm preaching to you because I don't want you to go through this. If you love your husband, you might not have to go through this. Love your children. No matter what kind of dysfunction, she's still going to preach based on sound doctrine. Summary! Desiring to be a wife and mother has become a character flaw in society. Something's wrong with you if that's all you want. So I thank God we got some strong men in here that's already teaching their daughters. You be a wife and a mother, you're going to be a good one. They're already speaking it on them, put laying hands on them and praying it into them. Preparing them. Well, there ain't no good men. There are some good men. God just hiding them from you. You're cynical. You're going to run him off. You're going to mess it up. You're not ready. Amen. Folks need to get married. Amen. Jeremiah 29 says that the only way, the only way to change anything is to increase your numbers. You will not change and you will not bring God's plan into the earth unless you have numbers, people. And the only way to do it is to increase your numbers. So we don't, we don't buy into the new age, new world order where they want folks to not get married and just date all the time and date this one and date that one. We don't believe in any of that junk. Because if you don't increase your numbers, you'll have no influence. I can't get an amen. That's all right. Let me finish this summary because I didn't upset somebody. They want their daughter to be the first female president of the United States. No, that ain't going to happen. The devil has updated his plan in the garden to 2013 
and it's being shared abroad through our media government and sadly our homes. Parents have bought into this without even knowing it. The move of God is now about feeling emotions and personal desires, but sound doctrine has been eliminated from most of our churches because of the New World Order. Y'all know that the Illuminati family, the Rockefellers, own most of the seminaries. Yeah, where you go get your minister's license or whatever. The seminaries, they're owned by the Rockefellers because they put the New Age doctrine into the lesson plan so that they can change the, the, the scope of the church and the mindset of the church. Now the church believes what the world believes. We believe it about marriage now. We believe it about divorce. Oh, you don't want to be able to just divorce her. We believe the same thing the world believes. That was strategically placed in there. We must get back to teaching our daughters sound doctrine. We must promote what God promotes and shun what God shuns. And we must never push our children in a direction that God has not intended, but we must keep our daughter in position to be wives and mothers so we can increase our numbers and influence in this wicked world. There's nothing wrong with teaching your daughter skill, nothing wrong with her going to school, getting a skill, getting a, all that. Nothing wrong with that, but don't get her in $80,000 worth of debt and then expect a good man to want her. Right. See, I, I, I can't get no amen. That's all right. That's all right. That's all right. That's all right. I know that hurts your feelings. I know that hurts your feelings. But don't get in debt. That's right. Who wants to pay that debt? He sees her, then he sees the debt. You set her up to work full time. What if she gets pregnant? You got to stick the baby in daycare. It's all right. Thank you, brother. I'm counting the amen. They fanning out. It's okay. I like when that happens because that means I'm stepping on somebody's crusted foot. Amen. Does that make sense? Why she in debt if she's going to be a wife and a mother? That child is going to bring enough debt. That's Amen. And why you having a Cinderella wedding? <laughs> can't afford it. You know you can't afford it. Your parents can't afford it. Spending $40,000, dollars on a wedding. You already $40,000, $50,000 in student loan debt, both of you. What are you doing? The number one cause of divorce is financial problems. Y'all gonna get married and have that honeymoon? Y'all gonna go to Barbados for that? Ain't gonna get home me looking at bills. You're gonna be like, wow, we had fun, didn't we? <laughs> Both working all day, never see each other? <laughs> what kind of marriage? Then when the marriage failed, I just don't know what happened. The devil got all about the devil. You did that. I just can't find a good man. No, you can't find a good rich man because you in debt. <laughs> can I preach in this place? Yeah, so don't be pushing your daughter, baby. Just, you can pay it later. You can pay it later. Maybe that's how you do your money. So I can't get amen. Cause folks, amen. Student loans ain't free. Is it free? Have they changed something? Last time I checked, no people 50 years old still paying student loans. Because somebody told her, baby, use your nephew's credit and get it. Do whatever you got to do to get to school. You do whatever you got to do. <laughs> I can't get a bad. And y'all don't. G. Craig is speaking the gospel truth. Am I speaking the truth? You tell the truth. Am I speaking the truth? You know I'm speaking the truth. Don't worry about that, girl. You can pay that when you get a good job. We must never push our children in the direction that God has not intended, but we must keep our daughters in position to be wives and mothers. 
Keep them in position to be. So we can increase our numbers and influence this wicked world. Without people, we have no influence. And without influence, we cannot change anything. Titus 2 and 3. The aged women likewise. That they be in behavior as becoming holiness. So the aged women got to be straight first. Got to be in behavior, becoming holiness. Not false accusers. Not given to much wine. And teachers of good things. Let that woman, let those women... Teach the young women to be sober, to love their husbands, to love their children, to be discreet, chaste, keepers where? Good, obedient to their own husbands, that the word of God be not what? Lord, have mercy. I sound like I'm preaching on Mars. I feel like it sometimes when I'm preaching this stuff because... Everything has changed. Nobody's focused on what's important anymore. Not everyone. I mean, there are people that, that are preaching this, but it's not like in the mainstream. Everyone is concerned about getting theirs. Success based on society's rules. I've seen God take a man who was barely making it and blow on his income to where he could do more with his single income then two incomes in the house. I'm that man. All you got to do is make up your mind to do sound doctrine and to follow God's plan. Either you're going to follow it or you're not. If you follow his order, he blesses his order. Everyone bow your heads. And you got to stick with it too. You can't, you, you, no man. When it comes from God, it's going to take work. Because God is dealing with flesh and he's dealing with your flesh mind. He's dealing with all that you've been taught, all that you've heard, everything. It takes a lot of conditioning, but I believe that God wants sound doctrine taught at Adamant Believers Council. That's, that's all we know. That's all I'm going to preach. I don't care what people think. I'm just going to preach it. I grew up hearing this, and I'm going to keep preaching it. This is just the way it is. God's word is it. So I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be tricked by society. Society's not going to dictate what I should preach and say. We're going to set the order of God, and folks just deal with it. And if it's just me, my wife, and my children in here, that's what's going to happen. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. With your heads bowed, I just believe that God has spoken to some people in this place today with this message. Many of you have had these things spoken over you, and you followed the wrong direction, the wrong path. You went out and did it, but now you want to say, you know what, I, wanna, I, I just want to pull back. And I want to get in God's plan. Whatever that is for me, God will cater it for you, for your specific needs. He understands. He understands your financial needs. I'm not saying a woman shouldn't work and that kind of thing. He understands all of the things that you have going on. He understands it. But you want to make sure that you're in his order. And I want to pray and believe God with you. If you'll just stand, if I'm talking to you, we're just going to make sure that you're in his order. Amen. You may be a single woman and you want cynicism broken off of you. That independence broken off. You want to be able to adapt to God's order for your life. You were taught a different way. You were told a different way. But God wants to bless the order in your life so that you will remain blessed. That's where his blessings come from. I'm a living witness of it. When I decided to stop listening to society and start listening to God, he tremendously blessed my life. And he's taken care of me ever since. All I got to do is continue to teach the truth. He honors that. Father God, I just thank you, Lord, for these adamant believers that are standing up, God, how this message has touched their heart, Lord. And many of them, God, came from various backgrounds. Many of them 
God came from that background where they were pushed to excel and pushed to pledge and sororities, fraternities, pushed to, you know, to, be, to cater to the world's plan, especially these young women, God. Some of them are single, Lord, and they have been single a long time, so they've become cynics about men and cynics about your plan, Lord. And even through that cynicism, Lord, they begin to sabotage good relationships. And the good man comes and they sabotage it and they don't even understand it because society has messed them up so much. But God, we pray right now that you will pull them back to formula. Take them back into your chambers as a potter does the clay, Lord. Break that crooked mold and remake them and reshape them according to your sound doctrine of your word, God. Remake them, Lord. Let the older women, God, that have been remade and their minds been renewed to speak life into them. Show them good examples of how to love your husband, love your children, to be good wives. Keepers at home, chase of good behavior, Lord. All of these things. And even the men that are standing, Lord, let them model their lives after men, God, that are after your heart. Let them straighten up and be a man, be a strong man, not fearful, not afraid, God, to have their wife function in her creation role. But they'll stand up for both roles in the house so that we can have numbers on the earth, Lord, to influence this generation. Until you return. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. That's powerful, powerful work. How many of you need to hear that on Mother's Day? That was a real Mother's Day message, right? You've been listening to A True Church Perspective from G. Craig Lewis, founder of EX Ministries and pastor of Adamant Believers Council in Grand Prairie, Texas. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to be a financial blessing to us, please send your donation to EX Ministries, P.O. Box 24870, Fort Worth, Texas 76124 or donate online at www.exministries.com. Dot com.